everybody. Emily Abadi here coming to you not from the AG studio. I'm actually sitting in what may be the most comfortable hotel. I'm at a ranch. I'm at a ranch in Moab, Utah while I am recording this. And this may be the most comfortable bed next to my bed in Brooklyn. Like so comfortable that every morning when I get up to grab my journal and grab my coffee, I have looked forward to getting back into bed. I also think that this has something to do with the fact that I'm sitting here staring at a TV that's on mute while I record this and I don't have a TV in my bedroom back at home. So it just feels all sorts of cozy. I digress. Like I said, I'm out in Utah. I'm in Moab. I've been here since Tuesday. (laughs) This whole month, I am in and out of Brooklyn like crazy. I was in LA. Then I came here to Utah. Next week, I'm going to be in Boston for the full week leading up to the marathon starting on Tuesday. I'm going to be hosting two live events. If you're going to be in Boston, I would love for you to come. I'm going to put the links to the event pride pages for both of those events in the show notes as long as I have them by the time I have to publish this. I'm waiting on one right now, but one's going to be on Thursday night and one's going to be on Saturday night. Uh, Okay, now done with the housekeeping. I mentioned I'm here in Moab. Then I go to Boston. Then I go to Portland for work. And lastly, I go to Germany for work. It is a lot of in and out. And I did something yesterday that I was really proud of. I was speaking to my dad on the phone. We were talking about all of this travel. And he asked me, since I'm going to be out of town for Easter next weekend, my dad's Catholic, he asked me if I wanted to do like lunch or something over the weekend. And my immediate reaction was, I would love to see you, but I can only see you if you want to come to Brooklyn. And sometimes I hear myself say things and I think of Emily now versus old Emily. And Something that really I struggled with when I was traveling a lot pre-pandemic is that I didn't know how to say no. What I mean by that is I would want to do absolutely everything, so much so that I would get to the point of burnout. So maybe I only had two or three days in town between work trips, but a friend wanted to work out really early the day after I got back from a flight that landed at 1145 at JFK Airport. Or maybe I had potential opportunities to go to dinner with friends. And instead of owning my no and staying home and just retreating and like taking some time for myself, which I desperately needed, I would just be on the yes bandwagon. And so I heard myself say that to my dad on the phone yesterday. And he knew that he knows that I want to see him. But I just had to put down a boundary. I'm like, listen, I'm only in Brooklyn for an amount of days I can count what feels like on one hand this month. I'm very grateful for all of these opportunities that are coming my way. But that means that I want to be in Brooklyn for when I can be this month. So again, if you're willing to come to me, I would love to have lunch with you. I would love to spend time with you. But I've just got to be in stillness while I can be. And He respected that. And I think sometimes, you know, that's a lesson with boundaries. It's like if something is new or if something may not be what somebody else wants to hear, even though you're doing what you need for yourself, you feel a little unnerved 
to enforce them. But then think about the aftermath, right? Like, yes, there's that initial hurdle of dealing with the emotions that may go hand in hand with not telling someone what they want to hear. But then there is the moment where you realize that you did something good for you. You did the thing that you needed to do to feel your best. So yeah, this week I was just thinking a lot about boundaries and how far I've come in my personal journey to owning mine. And I do feel like this warrants, I don't know if disclaimer is the right word, but a little bit of a caveat here in that you may have a boundary that you're really good at executing on, but there are going to be circumstances or moments that sometimes you flex on that boundary. That comes with compassion, that comes with you know scheduling, whatever it may be. Know that just because you flex on something once doesn't mean that you have to continually flex on it for the rest of time. Life is a series of decisions and you are in the driver's seat of what happens going forward. So own your no, be protective of your yes, and do whatever you've got to do to feel happy and good in your body and your decisions. My prompt for you this week, what is one boundary that you have put into place that has made you better? What is one boundary that you have put into place that makes you better? Maybe it's being protective over your morning routine. Perhaps it is a no technology in the bedroom kind of moment. I'd be curious. Actually, if you don't mind, if you've got a boundary you want to share with me, throw it on Instagram. Tag me over at Hurdle Podcast and at Emily Abadi. And now a listener question. Hi, Emily. My name is Natalie, longtime Hurdle listener. Um, And my question for you is about alcohol. So I'm a senior in college. Um, My last semester has been quite fun, (laughs) but at the same time, me and my friends are going out all the time. Um, I'm going to be going into a corporate work environment with tons of happy hours and basically an opportunity to drink at almost any day of the week at any time, which has been really fun. But also I'm a runner. I have a lot of fitness goals. And so it doesn't always align with my goals. I see so many fitness professionals are very one or the other with alcohol. They're either, you know, they drink and are like about balance and moderation, or they are pretty much like don't drink. It's really bad for your health. So how do you approach alcohol and also working towards your goals? Thanks. Oh, to be back graduating college. (laughs) Natalie, thanks for being a hurdler and congrats on having a job lined up. This is really exciting. Man, you know, I uh, I feel like I should have an expert come on the show to talk about drinking. I'm mentally making a note of this. I would say that it's been an interesting time for me, for sure, with alcohol, especially over the last couple of years. I think so many of us were making jokes about it at first when it came to the pandemic. But for a long time, you know, during the workday, I was like waiting with bated breath for the moment that it would be like happy hour at 530 or six o'clock. And I would like get onto Zoom with one of my parents or a friend and we would like sip a cocktail together. And like many of you listening to this, I'm sure I remember there was a time period of the pandemic where I couldn't remember the last day that I didn't have a drink. I'm of the mindset that you've got to do whatever feels right for you. And although I know uh, from, you know, the research that I've done, from the conversations that I've had with experts that 
drinking to excess will never be in service to your body. I'm at a place where having a cocktail every now and again is just part of what makes me feel like me. I really enjoy drinking and I have really dialed in on what drinks I want to drink rather than just drinking to drink, which I think was something that when I was young in corporate Uh, you know, fresh out of college, working as an intern in New York City, I would just like go out and slam drinks because it felt like the thing that I was supposed to do. But as I've gotten older, I'll be focused on having one, maybe two drinks and making sure that they are drinks that I really want to be consuming. So maybe that's like a really nice glass of whiskey or really nice wine. At the beginning of the year, when I was talking to a girlfriend about how we both wanted to cut back a little bit on our alcohol consumption, one of our tools, that we shared with one another is that we wanted to invest more in good drinks, meaning like instead of just getting a lower price whiskey, I'm going to invest in a really good whiskey. I'm really, really big on this brand of whiskey right now called Four Roses. And I love pouring just a little bit of Four Roses with a little bit of an orange peel. And that's like my little treat at the end of the day. Um, that's a lot different, say, than, you know, buying a cheap $12 bottle of wine from the store and not feeling as nervous about drinking maybe one, two, even, you know, the rare three glasses at the end of the day, because that $12, you know, it's no sweat, right? Or it's less of a big deal to consume something that costs $12 than to consume something that costs $50 or $60 when you buy it. So that's a tool that I've used to be a little bit more cognizant of what I'm putting in my body. Now, when it comes to performance goals, you really have to ask yourself, you know, what is the opportunity cost that I am willing to undergo when it comes to going after the things that I want? There is going going to be some opportunity cost when it comes to alcohol consumption if you're going to be getting up early and running and you want to feel good doing that. So if you're in an environment where a lot of people are drinking and maybe you don't want to be, but you don't want to miss out on the social side of that, I get it. I've been there. I am really, really big on getting a seltzer water with lemon or lime. For me, just the act of drinking something. I really, really noticed that. And honestly, no one's going to look at you differently as though you maybe were drinking a vodka soda. Uh, I realized that it's really just about holding something in my hand to feel cool in that situation. And it's not necessarily like I need to be holding an alcoholic beverage in my hand. I do have a fair share of people in my life that either don't drink or um, don't drink often. And I really, really respect them when they come out and they hang with everyone and they're just doing their thing, sticking to their boundaries, as I just talked about at the top of this, and doing what they need to do to feel happy, not falling in or caving into peer pressure. So it's really going to come back to you, your gut, what's important to you. Don't let anyone make you feel some kind of way about sticking to your boundaries. Just like with any habit, finding the right balance of what could be alcohol intake or, you know, in so many different situations, exercise, hydration, uh, moderation with your food, like it is something that you have to practice. And with time, I have no doubt that you will find the right balance for you. I am always hunting for listener questions, so if you heard that question and it made you think of something that you wanted to ask me about, head on in to the show notes, click leave me a voice message. I would love to answer your question on an upcoming episode of 5-Minute Friday. That's it for now. Make sure you're following along with Hurdle. 
over at Hurdle Podcast. I am over at Emily Abadi. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. <laughs>